statement. Yes, very excited about getting back into practice. Great to get back into ball, get back on the practice field. Uh, spring is always a great time. Uh, it's about fundamentals. It's about getting back to basics. It's getting back to you know, practice until you not do it right, until you can't do it wrong. And you know, learning makes your assignments, your alignments, your leverages, your steps, and, which is football, it always is. But uh, spring is about that. It's about great competition. Guys going out and competing hard every day, practicing hard every day, developing great habits, and you know, keep starting the basis of your first unity as a team, understanding how to do that. Uh, on the field, we've done that so far in January, February, and a little bit of March. And uh, now we get back out there to get ready to play. It's always an exciting time. Look forward to it. And uh, guys seem to be energetic. Things have gone well, seems like, so far. So, But we have to go out there on the field, and we have to execute and create great habits to allow us to be to uh, have success. You know, play with great alignments, great assignments, great techniques, give great effort, which allow us to execute, which at the end of the day is what it's all about. But at the end of the day, football gets back to blocking, tackling, leverage, low man wins, hand placement, hat placement, steps, angles, leverages, and that's what it all is. And that's what you're seeing right now. It's like you're watching in the, in the NCAA tournament. The teams that can that are fundamentally sound are the ones that move, just like in wrestling. I, I watched the wrestling as much as I did, probably more so than I did basketball. Watch the NCAA championships. Guys, are, that way you can't blame it on nobody else. Those guys <laughs> there are beat to a different drummer now. That stuff there is, is, is fun to watch. And you watch those guys and the fundamental guys, the guys that can handle pressure and the guys that can – do things in the big moments, or the guys that are totally fundamentally sound, and that's what at the end of the day it's about. And we we have to do this spring, and that's our goal this spring: to focus on that and do things. Uh, I had a few guys that will be out for spring, that will be back by you know be back in the end of spring, say May or June, be back to go. Uh, Hunter Herb, uh, of course Bryce because of his surgery and he's throwing. Uh, Matthew Wyckoff, Trey Zoom, uh, Max Wright. Uh, we'll all be and Deuce Harmon, but Deuce will be out just a little bit, but he'll be getting back into the mix, as will Jaden Platt. Jaden Platt had a surgery before he came that he's still just getting over that, uh, and he'll start off slow and get back, but he'll be he should be with us before the spring is over. So, that'll be it. Questions? Second row on the right, Jimbo. How much difference can we can uh, will there be in the in the offense, and how much control? Uh, we ain't worried about. Here's what we're doing. How much control okay. does Bobby have? We're running our thing. We're going to be base fundamentals. We ain't getting into scheme. We ain't getting into anything. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to practice. And what we're going to do on a daily basis. What we put in that day, and then we will be base fundamental. How you execute your scheme is what's about fundamentals. Front row on right. What, what went into the process of bringing Bobby? Petrino on board. Well, that was and, a guy we wanted to hire, a guy I've known. Your previous relationship with him as well. I've known him a long time. We've had great respect for each other. And uh, we, when we talked, we thought it would be, and after meeting and talking to him, we thought it would be a very good fit for what we're trying to do and the things that we believe in and what goes on. Right side, David. Jimbo Nias talked about setting an example and having a certain level of excellence when mm -hmm. it goes to every practice. Just talk about that, especially in light of how last season went. That's what it's about. That's what any sport's about. That's what anything is about. It's about setting a level and then being able to not do it right, practice it till you can't do it wrong, and then being able to set that on a daily basis of how you compete, the effort you play with, the alignment, the assignment technique. It gets, it gets down to that simple. Am I aligned right? Do I know my assignment? That tells me my technique. Do I give great effort? which then in turn allows me to have execution. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And being able to do that on a daily basis and have leaders that do that and demand that from their teammates each and every day and each and every practice of how you do things and being able to process that information and move on and, and deal with 
plays that aren't perfect, but deal with plays that are perfect and being able to repeat them, being able to adjust to things, and you know, being able to uh, take the next steps that way. And the only way you take steps forward is execution. Front row to the right, and then Travis. Jimbo, last year you had Connor start the last four games of the season. Is it an open competition between him and Matt? Every right position now? is an open competition. That's what spring's about. You, nobody has anything. I don't care what position you are. you got to prove yourself each and every day. Each and every day you got to go out there, and, the, and then the guys who play with the most consistency will be the guys that play. I don't care if it's quarterback, running back, OL, DL, safety, punter, kicker, snapper. I mean, all the way across the board. That's, it's about one thing, competition. What is your – was your competition, your, your ability to compete, and then your productivity. And then you brought in two defensive backs and Tony and the likes of Sam McCall mm -hmm. from Florida State. What did you like about them on film to where they can fit? And also Tyron Smith, the wide receiver from Utah. Both were guys that we knew from recruiting. Both were guys that we uh, really liked and have athleticism. And I think have chances that you know, they'll compete for starting jobs and have that I think can play at a high level and be able to execute. But you know, again, they have to go out and, be, and fall into the fundamentals and do things right and be able to execute on a daily basis. Yeah, well, Tyron may uh, may not be out there with us for a little while, and uh, and where he's at. I mean, we're in a in a situation, not a situation with him. He's debating whether he wants to stay here or go back, which just happens in recruiting sometimes on the transfers. Third row to the left, and then Travis. Yeah, but, uh what is it about Bobby philosophically that you like about because what he's done in the past and and uh, what he brings to this program? Yeah, I mean, Bobby's an experienced guy who's called plays and done a great job, and he's got a really good foundation and fundamentals of football, which have great balance, whether it's running the ball, throwing the ball, and has been able to be very productive in the things he's been able to do. How would you describe similarities and differences between you two philosophically? Uh, we ain't got enough times on hours on day to do all that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we all we believe in one thing: execution. So at the end of the day, that's what it's about. An over route's an over route, a dig's a dig. How you get there, what you do. And it's, we get so caught up in, ex, it's not scheme, it's execution. And then that goes back to how do you execute? Fundamentals, alignment, assignment, technique, no matter what you do. And if you, and if you want to know technicals, if you go watch everybody in the country, everybody does the same thing. Go watch a film. If you sit down and watch film, there's not a hill of beans between anybody. As far as what goes on, what routes are, what plays are, it's a counter is a counter, a dig and a post is a dig and a post, a verticals are verticals. I mean, it's all the same. It gets back to execution and fundamentals. Front row, front row right, Travis. I know there are reports initially you, you were interested in Bobby, and then he took the job at UNLV. What made you go back to, to pursuing him and, and wanting him for that position? I didn't go back. I never left. What, what, what was it about him that, that made you want him to, to pull him from UNLV from already having Same taken Same thing job? I did when I, to, when I was talking to him at Missouri. I just never made a decision until then. All right. And then uh, how important is it to have Anias and, and Damani Richardson back? Very good. They have leadership, have a lot of guys. Him, Layden, those guys are great guys that have, a, have had a lot of ball and provide a lot of leadership. And, that, and that's what I've been excited about so far, at least in our team. I see a lot of older guys that have been through the situations and, and, and went through, been on the 2020 team, which is the highest in 81 years, and then last year was not, a, you know, we didn't have production. So, I mean, you saw guys understand the difference now, and they understand it goes back to fundamentals, and that's, and that's what you hear from, and you see the leadership affecting the other guys on the team. Go back behind the lights, coach, to the left, Tyler. Jimbo, I mean, not only a nice and Damani, well, but you, oh, I'm back. Right back. But 
you know, a lot of the starters from, you know, most of the starters are, are coming back from last year. Does that make it easier when you have the experience when you're bringing in a new coordinator uh, well, and trying to implement? Experience is one thing. It's still, you got to go prove it every day. Experience doesn't mean anything. I mean, I mean, you look at, I mean, there's pro teams that were win a Super Bowl, don't go in the playoffs. I mean, have the same teams back. Majority of their teams are back. Again, it goes back to what you do each and every year. I don't care if it's basketball, baseball. You see it every year. It goes back to execution, team, you know, the camaraderie and, the, and, the, and that cohesiveness in what you get as a team and then the ability to be hungry and push yourself to have a drive to get to where you have to have and understand that no matter what you've done in the past, it means nothing to what you do today. And then Nias talked about the – Talked about that 2020 team that, that saw the success that said a, a big difference was the accountability uh, on the players. Yeah. What would you agree with that? Availability and accountability is two biggest abilities you got. First of all, everybody says accountable. It ain't accountable. It's available. Are you on the field? Are you on the field and then you're accountable for what you do? And that's exactly right. And that goes back to all the things that then allow you to be able to be productive and do all the other things. If you're not available and accountable, the rest of it doesn't matter. Second row on the right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think he, uh, he answered. That's he fine. Answered. We can move on. Mark or second row. Then we'll go to Mark. Coach, uh, what went into the change at running backs coach? And then what, what made sense about coach Blackwell? No, just things we, th we thought we had to have it here. Markwell, our, our new coaches, Bobby, Markwell, BGA, those guys I think will do a great job on our staff. They've been productive. They've been successful. And I've known, like I said, I've known Markwell a long time. I think he's a really good coach. Uh, gets a big picture and done a great job with backs, and I think brings brings some things to the table as a coach, a recruiter, and different things. And not that other guys we had here don't, but sometimes you just you have to make changes to get to where you got to go. And then Coach Rushing, he's he's listed as defensive backs coach, and BGA is listed as secondary coach. How how different are their roles? Is one corners, one safeties? Yeah, BGA will be with the safeties a lot. It'll be with corners. They both can go back and forth and do both. They both know each by depending on game plan, what we do, how we do it. What you say? A lot of coaches can coach all the different positions. Stay on the left front row, Mark. We've talked about coaches changing positions. How about players changing positions? Are there anybody uh, that may make a move this spring that uh, you could look at it another position? Mm, I don't believe so. I mean, but pretty much similar to where you're at. I mean, DN's playing D tackle. D tackle's playing DN. A guard may be a tackle. Wow, tackle may be a guard. But we play that all. We do that all the time with and receivers playing. Whether you're an inside guy or an outside guy, I mean. I don't consider that changes. I just I just move based off ability or what play you may run or based off their talent on that deal. So, no, not really from that aspect. Front row on right. In terms of coaching personnel, is Damian going back to receivers, mm -hmm. Coley to tight end? Mm -hmm. What went into that? And also uh, Coach Adazio back for another year as well. Yeah. It, your offensive line struggled big time last mm -hmm. year. So what went into retaining him for another year? Yeah, I think he's a very good coach. Very productive coach, and has done it for a long time, and I think will do a great job. And in terms of Damian going back to receivers and just, I think it was what was best is our staff bringing Marco in as a running back coach. I think we'll move, and that was the best of our guys coming back and what we thought our most productive group would be. Second row on the left. So help me out. So you, you, hiring Petrino is going to help your execution. Am I correct when you're saying it gets down to execution? Whatever you see that he does comparable it's to going you? to allow us some things. I think he's a very good coach, and, and I think he'll help, help us offensively. Yes. Execution. But mm -hmm. so what, what about that's, what, that's what coaching is. I mean, at the end of the day, it gets yeah. back to being able to execute what you do and be able to be consistent in what you have to do. Yeah, just trying to see that you guys mm -hmm. a little more comparable 
So you feel the execution will be there better? Well, hopefully. It, I mean, that's what we're here to say. Based <laughs> off our fundamentals and our work habits and what we do on a daily basis, that's what we'll get back to. And, and what about who ma who makes the play calls? Would that be him or you? Yeah, I mean, we'll go through that as we go. Go back to the back. Plan on right. him making calls. Plan on him calling plays. I have no problem with that at all. Right side, back behind the lights, Coach. Uh, kind of picking the back end off Powell's earlier question. When you have the guys that are coming back, uh, you know, I guess compared to years past, how do you kind of see a young guy going through camp and see kind of the green flags that you look for that this guy's getting it and he's well, not just you back grade him every, every every practice and every play is graded. You look at his product, you look at his productivity. You look at is he lining up again? Is he lined up right? Does he know his assignment? Is his technique right? Is his production? Does he is the play? A positive play or a negative play? Is he doing his? I mean, you grade him each and every play of each and every situation you do, and you see the consistency in which a guy does. And that's, you I mean, every play in which they do in practice and every play they do in whatever is graded, looked at, and then critiqued what he did right, what he did wrong is explained to him and, and his ability to adjust to it and our ability to adjust to him. Fourth row on the left. Howdy, Coach. Howdy. So Anais was in here earlier and asked about if he had any NIL deals, and he said he didn't. He said he, that he didn't really care about the money, that he just wanted a ball. Mm -hmm. How refreshing is that to have one of your best players just just wanting a ball, uh, well, especially you, you in you got a lot of guys thing. like that. Everybody else makes a big deal at NIL more so than the players do. Everybody else become more of a news story than it is. And some guys get them, some guys don't. We have no control over that. Who they have agents or whatever they get, and if people come to them and give them to them or whatever happens, that's out of our control. So we don't worry about it, and a lot of those guys don't worry about it. I, I couldn't tell you everybody that has one or don't have one. So it's great for him. That's why Nice is always successful and does what he does. If you keep the main thing the main thing, it's amazing how productive and how successful you become. Third row on the left, Sam. Yeah, but when you guys were you you were in the process of the OC search, I think one of the things you mentioned back in December was that you hoped that it would be able to take some things off your plate and be able to mm -hmm. focus on some big picture things. So, has that happened? And if so, kind of how has your role changed? And well, just, you're problem? able to spend a little more time when you leave that room that things get to get what they need to get done, and the picture is is getting to where it gets. Getting you spend more time defensively, spend more time special teams, spend more time with players or issues that goes on and. I like say recruiting, things that go on. I mean, it's a whole different game in the last two years because of NIO. I mean, because of those situations and because of communication, the way things are now. It's, it's, football's probably changed as much for a head coach in the last two or three years as it has in a long, long time. And, and, and what goes on in our game. I mean, it's just a different world now. How, how would you compare kind of what your day-to-day -day role was when you first became a head coach to kind of what it is now as the game It was still changed. similar things. But the extra the extracurricular things and people involved in things and what happens and all that different stuff is way different now than it's ever been. Way more people involved. I mean, there's issues and things, but it's just become more time issues because of it. You know, and, and your relationships on teams and players and, and all that type of stuff. It really has. Front right will wrap us up. Jimbo last year right Jimbo last year one of the players that benefited the most from Anais's injury was Moose Muhammad playing mm -hmm. in the slot. Uh, now that you have a nice back, will you potentially try and move his reps to more so outside to give him a few more chances? Who's that? Uh, Moose. He got a lot of chances inside. Moose loves being inside. I mean, we'll move a nice around. We'll move Moose around. We'll move Evan around. We'll move Noah around. We'll move them all around. I mean, wherever, as they know the offense better, you'll be able to move them all. And then when you look at guys like Evan and Noah last year who got to build that chemistry with Connor, what does that do for their development, especially going into the spring? Well, I think not their development, their confidence. 
at the end of the day, you're talking about development, but at the end of the day, what gets the players is confidence that he knows he can do it and what he can do. And those guys have had really good off seasons too. I mean, seem to have worked really hard, gotten bigger, gotten stronger. I mean, seem to be in a great place. So hopefully, they're, hopefully we'll see it on the field when we get out there. All right, Coach, thanks for your time. Thank you.